Hello, my love. Welcome to the Achieve and Flow podcast. You're in the right place if you are a young professional who can't help but wonder if there is something more out there for you. And you're excited to hear some unfiltered, authentic examples from the real world, from someone who's been there. In these episodes, I'll be teaching you how you can reconnect and realign to your values and ultimately get out of the slum and into your dream life. Are you ready? I am. Let's start the episode. Hello, my love. I want to start this first episode off with a little bit about me, my past, why I coach women, why I coach men now as well, and also what is going to be in this podcast for you going forward. Now, I just want to start off, um, you've heard about who I am, you know, 32 years old, Dutch citizen. Um, I am a Londoner since 2015, so I've been living in London actually for the last six and a half years now. And throughout my career, in over about 13 years working in an office, I've seen a lot of ups, a lot of downs, a lot of good, a lot of bad, a lot of ugly And I've also seen a lot of great. However, I've also seen a lot of mismatches between what people actually want to get out of life and what they are currently doing. And that is what I'm here to help you with. Now, to start, my journey has not been a straightforward one. I'll tell you that. (laughs) It's been interesting, exciting, disappointing, hard, um, whatever you want to come up with, I've I've gone through it all. And to start you off with this story, I studied for a while, for a year, actually, as I came out of um, high school, or, you know, whatever the equivalent is of what I was coming out of at that time. So I started studying. And after a year or so, I realized that the studies that I had gone into wasn't really aligning with what I wanted to do. It was too broad for me. And so I wasn't very interested in a lot of the the subjects that were being discussed. And after a year, I realized that it was probably best for me not to continue with these studies. And by the time I decided this, I was too late to sign up for the next studies that I thought would suit me. And so I had no choice but to start working for a year. And of course, I'd already had a job, a part-time job, um, but that wasn't really going to cut it, right? I figured, hey, if I'm going to be spending a year working somewhere, I might as well do it somewhere where I can learn something new and actually make some good money while I'm doing it. So I ended up with a utilities organization and they were really good to me. I learned so much there. I spent three and a half years there and the organization at the time had a possibility for their employees to study while you worked there. Now, there was, of course, a caveat to signing up for this program that I had to stay on for X amount of years after I finished the studies so that they wouldn't just let me go and study and then I would just leave without them having the benefits out of that. And so um, I ended up gaining a diploma for project management. And 
they were going through a reorganization at the time and it ended up that eventually they didn't have a place for me. In the Netherlands, there's this law. I don't know if that's still the case. I haven't lived there for a while, but there was a law that stated that one could get extension on their yearly contracts within a a period of three years, as many times as need be. And after those three years, they would either have to give you a permanent contract or let you go. And so because they were going through this reorganization, they didn't really have a choice but to let me go. Now, they'd given me a weird like year and a half contract in between somewhere. So I actually sat it out until the three and a half years ended. And at that point, I felt a little bit lost about where to go next, right? Because I had decided along the way that I wasn't going to study full time uh, again. And the main reason for that was because I was struggling with some health issues and so I found myself thinking, okay, what, what's going to be next on my career path? And I worked with a recruiter. They um, got me into a global organization that manufactured, gosh, yeah, electronics. Um, ended up there, great organization. After about six months or so, eight months maybe, I was asked to lead a team. And so I was given the choice between, okay, do you want to work with distribution or do you want to work directly with clients? And so I decided to go with distribution because it just seemed so much more interesting for me to do. And it meant I had access to global contacts, uh, which I found really interesting. And being able to manage a team of two meant I was going to be able to learn so much more in such a short period of time at a young age. I was only 22, right? And so I decided to go for it. I went for it. I had a rough ride. (laughs) It wasn't really that interesting uh, to begin with because as you can probably imagine, you know, me being only 22, only having been there for about eight months or so, there was a lot of people that weren't um, happy for me to be their uh, manager, which I understand completely, but still I had to do my job, right? So I just went on with it. And after, um, after about a few, three months or so, I think there was this company also offered me the possibility to do another studies on the side. And again, I thought, you know what, if I'm not going to be studying full time, I might as well make use of this scheme and just go with it. So I went for it again, ended up with a a diploma for event management. And four years years into this organization, into um, working for this company, I was feeling accomplished I felt like I'd actually I was doing something that was making an impact and was making a difference but then I started to get this inkling where I just felt out of place I felt um, anxious actually to be honest about whether this was it if there was anything more for me out there or if this was going to be my life for the rest of time and I couldn't bear it. I just couldn't bear it. The thoughts of it, it wasn't really uh, what I had hoped for myself. And I didn't realize that until the moment that everything became a routine. And so 
my friend was living in London at the time. I went to visit her. She said, do you know what? Why don't you just come here and see what you can accomplish in London? So I decided to move to London, packed up my stuff. I literally, I think I must have done it in about six months time where I just kind of went, okay, yeah, I'm going to go and do this and see how it, how it ends up and not think about it too much. And then I got there thinking, oh, I'll go into event management because I just acquired the diploma, right? Realizing that I knew nothing about the venues in London. And so it was going to be super hard for me to get into this. I thought, why don't I go into sales and learn about the London venues as I'm in this job, right? Learn on the go, but then on the side, make sure that I learn something different that is actually going to help me and benefit me going into event management in the longer term. Now, long story short on that one, I never ended up getting into event management because this new environment and this new role and this new job was just interesting enough for me to be challenged on a daily basis and to figure out what I wanted to do next. And of course, you know, once you start seeing money come in, you're like, okay, yeah, this is great. I'm going to go and do this now. And so, yes, this company was a great starting point for me. I realized that I had to start at a lower level than I was at in my previous company, simply because it's a new country it's, you know, a, a new way of progressing in an organization. Things worked differently than did in my last company. And it's a bit more competitive in London as well, especially at that time, there was a lot of people coming to London. And so as I worked for this company, I put myself out there saying I wanted to go and do this next. I was really keen on progressing. I was keen on learning. I was keen on taking the next step in the organization because I knew there was so much more in my power and there was so much more that I could accomplish and there was so much more that I could give that I wasn't really utilizing in that organization at that time. And after a year and a half, maybe almost two years, coming up two years, I realized that all the conversations that I've been having there were somewhat of a waste of time because it was a startup. They weren't necessarily growing as quickly as they were hoping to. And there wasn't any space for me anywhere. So I decided to leave after two years. And in between, I didn't have a job actually, by the time I decided to leave, because I felt I wasn't able to put my 100% into interviewing for the next role while I was still working for this other company, because there was just so much bad blood about me not being able to progress and me feeling like I'd been, um, I'd been lied to the whole time about what the possibilities were for this organization. And the reality now looking back on it is that I was creating this environment for myself 100%, right? I gave off this bad energy. And so what I got back would be this bad energy as well. Um, more on that later though. And so I left this organization without a job and I joined a reseller. It was a, uh, an office that was a little bit out of the city, which in the beginning I was like, oh, that's not great. But then the agreement was that I would be working with the clients directly and would be across London all the time rather than being in their office. And after a month or so, I realized that 
the intention wasn't really for me to be working uh, in that setup. I just been in the office all the time. I hadn't been introduced to any clients. I was just asked to teach the people who were just starting out in their sales career how to cold call and how to write a script and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, this doesn't interest me at all. This is not what I want to do. Why am I here? And so after a month, I was like, okay, I'm not doing this. This isn't for me. I'm dreading going into the office. It's not really working for me. And if this is already feeling like this now, God knows what it's going to feel like later on. So I decided to quit. Again, didn't have a job lined up. And then miraculously, there was this organization that I had interviewed for, uh, for a Benelux role in sales and didn't go in to do a demo of the products when they'd asked me to come in for the next stage of the interviewing process because I felt like I didn't want to be serving Benelux. I wanted to do something exciting, something different. And because in my role before that, I'd also been covering uh, Africa and Middle East, I felt like that was something that I wanted to do. So when I quit the job at the reseller, they opened up a role, the sales role, covering Africa and Middle East instead. So I reached back out to their recruitment department and asked to be interviewed for the Africa or Middle East role instead. So went in, did the interviews, nailed it, got the job, and that was it. It was just divine timing in a way. I mean, yeah, sure, I'd gone into the reseller um, for about a month discovering that that wasn't for me, but hey, I had to discover that, right? Otherwise I would have probably been wondering, oh, what if working for a reseller would have actually been better for me? So here I am at this organization, starting out my role, uh, a full sales cycle role in this case, rather than an inside sales role that I started out with. And I was loving it. I was keen. I was energetic. I was happy to be there. I was uh, so excited about learning new things again and just doing more. And everything went so well, so smooth. And then I started recognizing some patterns again where I just felt, oh my God, I feel like, again, I'm being told that there's opportunity for growth, but they're trying to push me into this standardized way up, standardized um, career path, so to say, that doesn't suit me. And I feel like I'm going in the wrong direction. So I started networking with other departments um, and particularly the directors and management of those departments to see what would suit me better. Talking to a lot of different um, departments in that organization made me realize I wanted to do something different. So I was constantly trying to funnel down what area in this organization I wanted to work in. And... Throughout this process, I had started dating someone in that workplace. And I was feeling really good about it. We were a team. We were working really well together. We were able to separate our relationship from the office in a way. But at the same time, we were still doing a lot of things with our colleagues and not so much outside together. And so, it felt like I was hiding away something that was really important to me. It felt like I was hiding away something that I felt really good about. 
And that made me feel alone. And it made me feel like I was making a mistake. And it made me feel like I was hiding away my true self and hiding away who I wanted to be. And as you can imagine, doing this in the longer term isn't going to work out well because you're constantly pretending to be someone else. And I was, don't get me wrong, I was being fully myself in the office, but I felt like there was a part of me that I had to hide from my colleagues that I couldn't discuss with them. And so I wasn't showing up as 100% me, you know? It wasn't like I was changing who I was. It was like I was hiding a piece of me from them. Hey, darling, I just wanted to interrupt to let you know that my new programs, Life Lift and Life Upgrade, are live now. (laughs) I'm so excited to be able to share it with you. If you have an idea of where you want to go and you have clarity on what you want to do, but you just need a little help and you'd love some support in getting there even faster, then LifeLift is the program for you. If, however, you feel like you are not quite sure where you want to go, you have an idea of what the life is that you envision for yourself, but you are struggling to figure out what that is actually going to look like, then I would definitely recommend going for a life upgrade program. If you want more details or if you simply just want to have a chat about what it's going to look like and what is included, feel free to DM me or fill out an application form on my website. All the details are in the show notes and I look forward to hearing from you very soon. Let's continue the episode. Throughout this process, I had gone and put myself forward to manage a team, to work in the channel organization, to work with the partners directly, et cetera, et cetera, all these things. And I felt every single time I was being blocked from going into this process of interviewing in the first place. And so long story short, I ended up doing the same role for about three and a half years. And the only thing that changed was, yeah, my salary, sure, and the job title. And so I realized that as this was going on, I was basically being kept in a way satisfied with what I was doing by a change in a role and a change in salary, a title, um, not a role. And so as this was going on after about two and a half, three years, I thought, what am I doing? I'm just sitting here doing the same role for three and a half years. Granted, it's good to be in a role for a while so that you know what you need to do to take the next step and what's important for you to focus on to learn so that you can prepare yourself for the next role. But I didn't feel like I could learn anything more there. And I'm the type of person I need to be challenged. And so if you say to me, okay, you go and learn how to do this so that you know exactly what to do for the next role that's coming after this, then I say no, because I shouldn't have to be good at doing this before I have the role. I should be available. I should be able to do X, Y, and Z for the next role. I should know what to do for the next role. I should be um, in a position where I've shown you that I have the potential for it, but it doesn't mean that I should already be doing it. 
when I get into the next role. That is not how it works. And so that wasn't really in alignment with the organization's view on it. And I just got demotivated more and more and more. In the meantime, the man that I started dating in the office uh, and I had ended things because it wasn't working out for us. And there were some things that just weren't aligning with what we wanted to do going forward. And it, I mean, it didn't end badly. It didn't end great. But I think because we were still seeing each other in the office, it was really hard to manage that, manage those emotions going forward and make sure that we were focusing on the work or at least on my side. Um, I'm just talking about me here. And there was so much going on with me personally, emotionally, that I just felt, okay, I don't know how to manage my relationships here anymore. I don't know how to set the right boundaries with people. I don't know how to come into work with the energy that I had given it for so long and make sure that I am progressing in this organization. And so lockdown came around. And I'll be honest with you, it came as a blessing for me because it gave me the time and the space and the distance from all of the politics going on in, in an organization, in an office, and also the person that I'd felt so deeply for in my organization. And it gave me the time to, or the space rather, to think about what was important to me and what was important for me to do going forward. So I had been mentoring a few women in the organization by the time lockdown happened. And I don't know about you, but when lockdown happened, I felt I had to do something. I couldn't just sit there and at home and watch Netflix. You know, what's, what good is that going to do me? So I looked into what I could do to learn something new and to occupy myself with out of work hours so that I would also not get sucked into doing 12-hour days just sitting at the laptop, right? I started with interior design. That wasn't really what I wanted to do. I realized that fairly quickly. Although I still love it, but I don't think I would be able to do it as a profession. And then as I started thinking about how I was mentoring these women... I realized, oh, that gave me so much energy when I started this, this out. So maybe I'll look into that. And that's how coaching came onto my path. So I started doing this. There was this program, my first investment. It was a disaster. It wasn't at all what I needed to do. It was very theoretical. It was just, okay, read this then answer these questions, fill out some kind of essay and then send it in. And I'm like, yeah, but if I can't practice it, how am I actually going to know that I, I've covered it and I've understood it and I have a, a grasp of what's expected of me here? So I dropped that, came across uh, a, an ad actually on Facebook, thank God for Facebook ads in this case, <laughs> with a program that was so close into alignment with what I needed to do. And it just felt right straight from the start. So I started this program, met the most amazing people on my journey who were going through the same process as me of learning how to be a better coach, be a better mentor, set up your own organization, uh, your own business, I should say. So these people are now my soul sisters. They are 
my they are my power they are my my warm embrace when I need it and it's this program has changed me in so many ways and I can't even describe you in how many ways that it has but it helped me reflect on this whole situation that had happened in the last organization that I worked for and why it happened why there was this pattern of feeling like empty promises were being made and I wasn't progressing anywhere and I was being pushed into a certain direction that I didn't want to go in and why that I why I had let this happen again and why I had let my boundaries be knocked over so easily. And that's when I realized that there were some things that I needed to change for myself and that my mindset had not been in the right place and that I had not been focusing on the right things at all. So now that I am a coach and now that I've set up my own business and have all this understanding of how it could have worked out so much better for me, I want to help you do the exact same thing. Of course, in your own way, you're not going to take the same steps as me exactly. But the framework that I'm providing you here in my program is the same one that I've used to get to where I am today. And it has given me the power to say no. It has given me the power to say, this is what I want. This was something better. Nothing less ever again. It has given me the opportunity to identify myself, my personal core values, what I stand for, and what I want to be putting out there going forward. And looking back at the situation with, I'm calling him my ex because I feel we were on such a deep level connected that it can only be with someone that you are truly in a relationship with as such. I have recognized a lot of patterns for myself. I've broken down those patterns. I've created new models that are supporting me going forward and I love him to bits I know that there isn't a bad intention inside of him and I'm not blaming anyone in my past for anything anymore there's no resentment I realize that everything comes from me everything comes from self and I'm the only one that can change my future going forward so I am excited to start helping you do the same. I can't wait for you to dig into all the next episodes that are going to come very soon. It's going to be a lot around all the elements that I mentioned before, setting your own personal core values, setting and maintaining healthy boundaries, managing your interpersonal relationships, communicating in a workplace and navigating yourself throughout your career so that you can live in the dream life that you've envisioned for yourself and build a better future going forward. That's it. I'm so grateful for you to listen to me and my story today. If you have any questions, like I always say, I'm here. Just reach out to me. My DMs are always open. Message me with any questions. Love you lots, and I'll speak to you very, very soon. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with anyone you feel is going to benefit from listening to it as well. 
tag me in your stories and I look forward to welcoming you again on the next episode. Until we meet again, bye.